0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, another series and a sweep for the New York Yankees. They sweep their third series in a row, taking three out of three against the Kansas City Royals in Kansas City, and the Yankees right now are the hottest team in baseball, uh, the best record in baseball, at least as I'm saying this, not only in the American League, but the National League. So yes, even a better record than the Dodgers, supposed to be the team coming into the season. Uh, Again, the Yankees hot as a pistol, taking on the last 11 out of 12 games, uh, again, this time on the road in Kansas City. So we'll get into all that, but before I do, if you haven't done it already, please subscribe to the podcast, get additional content throughout the week, Section 420, Talking Yankees. So wherever you listen to this right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button. Hit that and get content. So let's just say uh, you know, you're know you on the treadmill and you want to kill 10 minutes or maybe perhaps you know the significant other won't shut up and you just want to put the earbuds in a little bit and drown them out a little bit. This is perfect. Download future episodes uh, coming out you know, again every week multiple times a week, and it gets exclusive for podcast subscribers only. So the Yankees, after kind of back-to-back sweeps of the Cleveland Guardians and Baltimore Orioles, took the show to road to Kansas City. And even when the Yankees were in New York hosting the Orioles, uh, kind of a, you know, very chilly, a couple of chilly nights, uh, a lot of wind, very windy, uh, very unspring-like weather, almost uh, fall-like weather, a little preview of fall, early preview of fall, and it was kind of the same situation for the Midwest. You know, a lot of other events were being uh, postponed or canceled uh, due to some tornado warnings and strong winds. Uh, but, you know, for the, not only uh, uh, Kansas, but Missouri and Oklahoma, I guess they call that the tornado alley. But luckily, the Yankees were able to get all the games in. And the Yankees got to work right away in the first inning of the first game. Uh, two run home run by Anthony Rizzo, his ninth of the season, uh, followed by a Stanton blast and gave Nesta Cortez an early three to nothing lead. And that's all he would need. Um, you know, pretty much handled the uh, uh, Kansas City lineup pretty well. Only went five innings, but enough for the win. And the Yankees did tack on some more runs later on, uh, including a judge blast in the seventh inning. It would be his first of three home runs for the entire weekend. And even Glay Torres, again, who hasn't had a great season so far overall, contributed with a home run in the eighth inning. And the Yankees tacked a few more runs on and would again, ultimately uh, come away with a 12-2 to opening uh, game uh, victory. Now the second game was probably the little bit most interesting just because Cole was starting. I was like, all right, um, Cole's last start was you know very dominant against the Cleveland Guardians, going go six and two thirds innings of shutout baseball. And I was like, all right, uh, is he going? Is this is that the real Cole? Or is it going to be the Cole that we saw the first couple of starts this season, it was kind of been a little bit iffy? Well, Cole kind of just picked up where he left off. Uh, gives the Yankees six shutout innings of baseball. Uh, kind of just looking like his old dominant sale for t- attacking the strike zone. So. I don't know if he's using something different. He has a different grip. He's hiding something in his underwear. Whatever he's doing right now, it's working because, again, his last two starts combined, 12 and two-thirds of innings of shutout uh, baseball. And the Yankees did a little bit small ball, again, kind of a field of choice as well, a couple of sacrifice uh, flies uh, to stay cold to the 3-0 lead, and that's all they would need. The bullpen would hold it down, and Chapman would get the save uh, in the ninth. The only blemish of the game uh, was Joey Gallo, who had to leave with some uh, groin tightness, uh, you know, the last podcast episode, kind of you know, opened my big mouth and uh, kind of said, hey, the Yankees are healthy so far in 2022. Well, you know, as soon as I say that, uh, Gallo goes down with this injury. Now, it doesn't seem very dire. It kind of seems day-to-day at this point. Wasn't available for the third game. Uh, so you know, I don't think it's a, a situation where it's critical to put him on the I.L., but I guess they kind of handle it day-to-day. But again, they lose Gallo. And maybe some Yankee fans would like that because, yeah, even though he did hit, hit two home runs this week, Overall, hasn't had a good season so far, and fans get a lot upset with him, so maybe fans won't mind seeing him out for a while. So, again, I expect to see a lot more Tim Castro lately. Uh, but then that, that brings the Yankees to the third game, which I'm not going to say it was the best win of the season. I'll would say i still put that towards that, you know, Saturday, that Saturday Cleveland Guardians, uh, that beer-throwing game, as the most exciting win of the season just because there was a ninth-inning comeback victory. Uh, but this was a close second, and, again, all the drama happened in the seventh inning. But before we get there... Uh, this was a game uh, where the Yankees got staked to an early one nothing lead, uh, a home run by Judge in the first inning, gave against Severino the early one nothing lead. But Severino, this was probably his least effective start so far of the season, uh, got touched up for a home run of his own himself in the third inning and ended up giving up three runs in that inning total as well as another run in the fourth inning and uh, was behind uh, 4-1 to in the game. Now the Yankees did you know chip away a little bit, cut the lead to 4-3 to for the Royals, but it was really the seventh inning. Uh, which probably you know the most satisfied inning of the entire season. Now uh, they had Dylan Coleman on the mound who did give up the big three run home run to Judge on the Friday night game out there, and he was ahead of IKF uh, you know one and two, uh, but kind of Flefford just put a good at bat on, laid off some tough pitches, fouled off a couple pitches, and would end up walking to, to, to start the inning. Now, he was followed up by Anthony Rizzo, who didn't start the game, but boom, boom, him off the bench just because the whole, you know, left-handed bat against a righty pitcher. And, of course, Rizzo's been, you know, one of the best uh, home run hitters so far to start the season, so why not? And now Rizzo kind of did what Rizzo does, not in terms of hitting, but actually getting hit by a pitch. I mean, no one gets hit by a pitch more than Anthony Rizzo. And the second pitch gets hit in the leg, kind of a sweeping and breaking and ball that I guess didn't cut right. And luckily for Rizzo, actually held his hands back because he kind of had to swing in motion. And if he would have swung through the you know swung through that, then it would have been negated. But he was able to hold his hand back. And now the Yankees were uh, have something cooking in there with runners on first and second with DJ LeMayu up. Who again steady Eddie? That's a reliable guy. Somebody you want up there now. LeMayu himself fell behind 0 and 2, but same th- thing. Kind of lay off some tough pitches. Got a little help from the umpire. There was a low ball that that was called a uh, ball, but I think it should have been strike. Uh, but DJ you know, got the benefit of the doubt, and ultimately DJ himself would work a walk. So now he had bases loaded, nobody out with Aaron Judge up. I mean, great opportunity for the Yankees to really put a crooked number up, not only you know, tie the game, but of course take a lead because, again, you have no runners out. Um, but Mike Matheny, the Kansas City manager, wasn't messing around, takes Coleman out, puts in Steve Barto, And on the second pitch to Judge, Judge kind of had like a little, I guess you call it a swing and bunt. seemed like he was unsure if he wanted to swing or not, kind of a little bit of a check swing, and it hit the ball just perfectly. Uh, up the, the first baseline, Barto was able to field the ball, throw it the first yes, get Judge out, but Judge did his job because I Kieff was able to score easily from third base, and the Yankees had tied the game up four to four, and was set up with runners now at second and third, and only one out, where, in a situation where the Yankees uh, could at least you know take the lead without again without uh, even with an out could still take the lead, and that brought up uh, Josh Donaldson. Now Donaldson and uh, Kansas City brought in the, the infield in again to cut off the run uh, from third base. Now Donaldson. Hit a ground ball to shortstop to Lopez, and now Rizzo went on contact. And I guess just the slight hesitation by Lopez, uh, just enough time for Rizzo to slide his leg in there. So Lopez went home with the the ball, uh, but it was a little too late. Uh, Rizzo was able to slide under the tag, and now the Yankees had taken a 5-4 lead. And again, equally as as important, no outs in that play. It set up a situation where the Yankees now had first and third with only one out with Giancarlo Stanton up. So Matheny, I guess you know, knowing that Glabator is kind of struggling a little, little bit this season, uh, decided to intentionally walk Stanton, and they went to, went after Glaybar. And now Glabar was ahead of the count, three three balls, no strikes, bases loaded, only one out. I mean, he's he's definitely in the driver's seat to do something good here. Now he did take uh, the first uh, a cold strike down the middle, which he's supposed to do in that situation, so I don't blame him there. Uh, next pitch ended up fouling off, and then finally was able to get out of jam, gets Glabar to hit. Uh, to the ball to the shortstop for uh, uh, I guess the, the, the old 6-4-3 double play and ironically enough it was probably the hardest hit ball of the entire inning uh, but for Glabar uh, a situation where he could really could have came through in a big way I know he did had that game-winning hit in the, against Classe in the in the Guardian game but you know really an opportunity where Glebar could have came through here yeah, again hit a hit a home run on the Friday night game and r- would have been nice if he could have really put the ball you know in the gap or something like that but uh ends up blown a big opportunity and the Yankees kind of have to settle for a five to four uh, lead at that point. And when maybe they should have had like a six, four or seven, four lead. So if you Kansas city at that point, you kind of, yeah, you bummed out. You blew the lead, but you almost a sigh of relief. That could have been much worse. Uh, but for the Yankees, you know, they did get a little bit of an extra cushion. Uh, Judge hit a third home run of the weekend in the eighth inning, gave the Yankees uh, a six, four lead. And that was enough uh, for Chapman. Uh, Chapman didn't really get a clean save. Uh, Got two outs pretty early, but then gave up an opposite field single, followed by a walk. So, you know, Kansas City was threatening a little bit with Benettoni up. Now, the Yankees got another break uh, in this game. The first pitch was cold strike uh, to uh, Benettoni. Ball was definitely outside, but Trevino just framed it, you know, he's a really good framer, framed it right, and the Yankees were able to get a, get a, a, a first pitch strike on that. And then uh, at that point, then uh, Chapman was able to get uh, Benettini to ground out to second base, and that put it away. And, again, the Yankees uh, uh, took, out, took the third game with a 6-4 victory and, again, completed the sweep of the series. So uh, great weekend for the Yankees, and they just keep on rolling. Again, the only blemish now is that uh, Gallo, we just don't know what the situation is with this uh, groin injury. And especially now, they're going to go to the Rogers Center in Toronto. And of course, that's on AstroTurf, which is, you know, usually taxing on the legs of outfielders. But a couple of different issues, you know, with that series coming up. Uh, again, the Yankees flying to Toronto, of course, the whole COVID issue and the vaccination. Of course, you know, it's out there that, you know, both Rizzo and probably Judge aren't vaccinated. And of course, you know, it's mandatory to be vaccinated. Uh, so I don't know. You know, Boone kind of put it out there that, oh, we'll be fine. So I don't know what that really means. So was, did they get vaccinated or they not going to make the trip? Uh, we, you know, it's going to be interesting how that unfolds. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but the Yankees and, of course, you know, uh, Toronto, you know, a lot of people are picking Toronto to be the team in the AL East. Uh, and, of course, they are, they are a good team, only about a game and a half behind the Yankees. So they're kind of still kind of neck and neck. Uh, got the offense and uh, came to Yankee Stadium earlier this season. Again, they split the series two and two. Again, the Yankees should have took at least, you know, three out of four of those games. Uh, but, again, Toronto, tough foes. It's going to be a tough series. So uh, the Yankees keep it going. Uh, again, overall, things going well. And, you know, really now, that, funny enough, that judge has gotten going with the home run ball, uh, you know, especially with this weekend. Uh, the whole thing is now now people are kind of looking into that $213 million offer that the Yankees offered him to start the season that judge, you know, declined. And, well, you know, if judge keeps going like this this season, um, you know, the Yankees are going to have to pony up a lot more than $213 because, again, a lot of other teams are going to put offers out there. Uh, so, again, judge, uh, you know, if judge is going to have a good season and, you know, help the Yankees get the AL East title and, you know, all for it. Uh, but again, he's also going to be padding up his pocketbook because, uh, you know, right now, uh, 213 million kind of looks like spit at this point uh, for, you know, someone like Aaron Judge's uh, production he could put up. So, uh, again, Section 420, Talking Yankees. Subscribe to the podcast. and to get more content. It's exclusive for, exclusive for podcast subscribers. Over and out, and we'll see what happens in Toronto.